0: Hey, it's Carrie Robina, host of Dream Builders Podcast, and I would like to welcome you to this week's show where I am sharing with you the three things that I have done right and wrong as a network marketer. Let's go. You're listening to Dream Builders Podcast, designed to help you build your dream life through network marketing. Here's your host, Carrie Robina. As we get into today's show, I do want to talk about the Dream Builders quote of the week. It is by Billy Graham. It says, Each life is made up of mistakes and learning, waiting and growing, practicing patience, and being persistent. Let me say it one more time. Each life is made up of mistakes and learning, waiting and growing practicing patience, and being persistent. I know that this describes wholeheartedly my journey as a business person in the awesome career path of network marketing. As we go into this show, I first want to let you know that even though I have eight and a half years experience with this, have a thriving, growing, successful, profitable network marketing business, you never really feel like you made it. And not saying that in a negative way, but I don't ever want to get to the place personally in my career where I feel like I have arrived. And part of that is because we got to be humble, first of all, with what we do and with what we have and with what God has given us. And at the same time, if I am too stagnant for too long, then I just get down in the dumps. And if I'm not learning, if I'm not growing, if I don't feel like I am personally making an impact and helping other people, then I just kind of grow weary and I grow stale and I grow flat. So I don't think that I'll ever feel like I ever made it. And at the same time, we need to have grace on ourselves, right? And many great things come out of owning your own network marketing business. Things that I think that are awesome about the industry are like being able to choose when you want to work. And if you're doing it full time like me, not having to work for somebody else and being able to help people, that's definitely a given. And of course, the joy of being part of something bigger than yourself. But there are also learning curves. Maybe you have had some of these same learning learning curves and challenges along the way with network marketing, but things as a big beginner were like figuring out taxes and how do I do all of that? How do I get write-offs? How do I find my voice in what I want to talk about and how I want to talk about the products? And especially now that we have social media, finding our voice in how we talk about it is super important as well. And then also facing that constant criticism from other people who, let's just, let's be honest and let's be real, they don't get it. They don't understand the beauty of network marketing. I did an episode on building your business with integrity recently and how sometimes people are just criticizing because they have a bad taste in their mouth because they've tried it before and not had a good experience. Or maybe they've bought products from somebody and it didn't work for them or Someone didn't treat them right. But those are things that happen in every single industry, but they are definitely some of the challenges that come along with network marketing and, of course, navigating those relationships, not only with your clients, but as your team grows, team dynamics. Because really, it's difficult and challenging to Have all these people from all over the country or all over the globe, if your business is international, come together and to have to try to help unite people with one vision. And also, knowing at the same time, we all are independent business owners. And while we represent products from The same company, we're all learning the same things. Sometimes we just apply them differently, and we all, some people are business minded, some people are product minded, some people are extroverts, some are introverted. We all have different love languages and the way that we like to show up and to serve our people. And then you put all of those things into one place, and there can definitely be dynamics, especially when we all have a different idea of how things can be done. That's the beauty of network marketing, that we are independent business owners. But at the same time, it's trying to navigate that whole tension of we are individual business owners. And at the same time, we represent a company and their products. And sometimes that can be tough to navigate because there is no boss. Let's just face it. Sometimes, People who lead teams feel that they own their team and the people on the team, but we really don't. I don't want anyone who is on my team to feel like I am trying to micromanage them, that I'm their boss in any way that they have to report to me. And I had to work through all of those things in the beginning as well, because I do see the value in being cohesive as a unit and moving forward with purpose. And at the same time, letting people know that they can spread their wings and fly. Now I would not trade my career in network marketing for anything. So it all started for me with a need to pay for the products that were helping me get better and also a desire to help my family recover from my husband's job loss. He lost a corporate job and he was the sole provider for our family. The products made me feel better. You've heard me talk about this before. And then it turned into a career that allowed us to pay off $27,000 worth of debt in our first 18 months, to pay cash for our son's braces, to give bigger and to have more freedom to travel and do things like recently being able to pick up our family and move. We moved from Minneapolis to the Kansas City area simply because we wanted to. We had spent nine times um, moving to other cities and to other states with my husband's career in the 20 years that we were married. And this time we had a choice to go where we wanted to go. And I would not trade that for anything. Okay, now let's go ahead and get into the meat of today's show. Let's start with the first thing that I did right. The very first thing is I went for it, my friend. I like to say that I was too dumb to doubt. I told everybody about what I was doing and I invited others into my story so that they could maybe see themselves in my story and eventually have their own. I personally fell in love with the products and the company and the ability to make money without having to find a job. I was homeschooling our three kiddos before I got sick, which was when I started using our products. And at the same time is when my husband's job loss came. And as you can imagine, we were in panic mode. Actually, at least I was in panic mode. And once I started feeling better because of the products, I was sending out applications to places like the corporate headquarters for Target in Minneapolis, local businesses, and then I even started doing some photography on the side just to bring in a little bit of extra money for our family. But (laughs) there's a big but here. When I saw the potential of how network marketing could change our lives without me having to go back to work, and how it could help other people make more money too. I totally went for it. And for me, going to my very first in-person live event is what solidified it for me. And that is when I saw people sharing their stories of success and people who were my leaders and mentors who were pouring into me, sharing their story, cheering them on on the stage in the things that they were accomplishing, and then being introduced to people from the team. I lived in Minnesota. The person who told me about the products lived in Wichita, Kansas. She was building a very local team, and I kind of felt like the Lone Ranger a lot of times, and it was so good to be near people, not only from the Kansas team, but then as my team grew and rebranched out more into the United States to be able to see those people face-to-face and in person. So I really just went for it. Once I really had that belief in seeing that this was something that could change our family, friend, there was no stopping me. And now I did not want to be the annoying person that everybody ditched in Walmart or in Target. If they saw you coming down the aisle, they would maybe try to veer left so that they wouldn't have to interact. So when I say that I told everybody about it, at least I hope that I wasn't that person and I hope that I wasn't annoying, but I saw how much my products could help people. I believed in the company and I so wanted people to feel good and to have a better life for themselves. What I did was I hosted gatherings at my home and the first one I literally was shaking in my boots. I didn't know a lot about the products. I just knew that they helped me and I was feeling better. I printed off something and read straight from a piece of paper. So anybody can do this. This is a beauty of having a network marketing business is we don't have to be perfect and we have to be willing to make those mistakes. Okay? And when I went for it, I also took a cross-country road trip to the middle and southern part of the United States to host events for people on my team and I even asked people who I knew who weren't really using the products or weren't interested in building a business. Hey, I'm going to be coming through your city, your state. I'm going on this trip with my friend, my mentor. Would you be willing to host an event for us? I'll make it really simple for you. All you have to do is invite. We'll show up and give away some free product. So I booked some of those kinds of parties along the way. And I was just, if I thought, okay, if I'm going to be spending my time two weeks away from my family on the road, then I'm gonna make the most of my time and we're gonna hit every possible stop along the way. And that's exactly what I did. And it was an absolute blast. And of course, we can't just focus on the things that I did right because I told you that this episode is about the three things I've done right and the three things I've done wrong. Let's look at the other side of this coin, my friend. I let the criticism of other people get under my skin too much. And it ultimately held me back. I just shared with you how I went for it. And I was sharing with people. I was having success, making momentum in my business. And then you guess what? What happens when people start seeing your success at what you're doing? That's when, when I found a lot of the, the naysayers came out. And I really let that get to me. And I took my foot off the gas pedal, because I was too afraid of what other people thought about me and thought about what I was doing. I would get criticism if I posted anything on social media about the business, whether I posted about it on the products. Some of my friends saw that I was having these other relationships and and I was confronted with, hey, you're not spending so much time with us anymore. You're spending time with these people. So then I felt super guilty and felt that I had to do it all and I put a ton of pressure on myself. And I kind of got I kind of lost me in the process. And I don't want that to happen to you. It's, it comes down to spiritually for me, um, I'm a God girl, and I follow Jesus. And so it came down to me an identity thing of really not understanding who God says that I am and who I know that I am and what he was calling me to do. I let those voices come in and cause doubt to come over me. And i I'm not blaming anybody else. Please hear me when I say that. And a lot of times with network marketing, when we start our businesses, people don't understand that they don't have access to us in the same way that they did. And especially in friendship or family, maybe you're not able to go to as many family gatherings because you have an event in another state for your company, your annual event, your quarterly event. Or rather than being able to go to the movies every single week with your friends or out for coffee, you're having to say, you know what, I can only do this once a week or once a month or every couple of other months. And I would have loved for somebody to tell me to communicate with people around me so that I didn't let that sort of thing get in the way. In hindsight, I would have really wish I would have had the confidence to say, I appreciate your opinion. I value who you are. But this is a goal that I have for myself. This is something that is going to change my family's life. And please know that just because I have these new relationships or I'm not as available as I used to be, it doesn't mean that I don't care about you. So those sorts of conversations, I I wish somebody would have told me to have. So if you are someone who is starting out in network marketing, maybe you're in the middle of your journey, I'm not sure where you're at, but if people are criticizing you, You can either say, thank you so much for your opinion, and depending on your relationship with them, tell them, but it's not going to stop me because this is a goal that I have for my family. Um, So like some people with relationships, you kind of want to tell them those things, and then other people are just going to criticize you, and you don't, need to give them an explanation of what you're doing and why you're doing it. And I know a lot of those doubts came in when I would see on social media or Facebook or hear people complaining about people who had direct sales businesses or home-based businesses and always just rolling their eyes or making fun of people who were sharing before and after photos or were you know celebrating the things that they were doing in their life and the accomplishments and people just poking fun Of them. And I became, I I started to believe that stuff. And so then I kind of became ashamed of what I was doing. And I don't want you, my friend, to fall into that same trap. So let's move on to the second thing that I did right in my network marketing business and something that I enjoy doing and something that has developed over time. And it looks differently now, eight and a half years later into my business than it did in the first years. And I did a really good job of building relationship with people not just with my clients, but also with people on my team. I want people to know that they are seen, that they are heard, and that they are valued. And I all the time would rather have the relationship with somebody than not have a relationship with somebody. And sometimes that meant not talking to every single person about our supplements, and sometimes it meant just Sucking it up and maybe giving things to people without expecting something in return. So, let me just tell you a story about my products, and this is just some of the things that I had to learn as a business owner, I love network marketing because we don't have to stock a lot of product. We have the, I think we're spoiled. We have, you know, the gift that we don't have to stock it, that our company can ship it, they package it, and it goes directly to somebody's doorstep. Well, there was a time when I had a couple of, of, of our systems on hand, and I decided to share it or to sell it to somebody who I knew really where, well and who... Who I cared about, I I just sold them my stock without creating an account for them. Um, we, in the episode about building integrity, a network marketing business obviously offers a hundred percent money back guarantee, and I took a risk be- without starting the the account. I had it on hand. I gave the person the account. They gave me the money. I did not do anything you know wrong with that. You're able to just sell your sell your stock at retail or whatever price that you're wanting to sell it at. And what happened? was the person really, I think that they regretted spending the money on it and they used a lot of the product, but then they just said, you know what? I know that you guys have a money back guarantee. I would like my money back. And oh, I tell you, I did not start that account. I just thought the person was going to fall in love with the products. And so then I had to eat it up. I ended up having to give them that money back rather than having to take advantage of the company's 100% money back guarantee. So I was basically out $350 of product. And of course, I did not tell this person that. I did not want the person to know. I I cared more about the relationship than I cared about the product and I cared about the money. And I see people complain often, I can't believe this person didn't like this product and why are they complaining about it? And I have never been a person who lets that part bother me. I will always build a relationship and value the person especially if it's somebody that I know and value that over the product or making a sale. And that was one of those growing pains, those learning lessons for me as a novice business owner, novice network marketer to know okay, no matter what, it's always best just to create an account because what I could have done in hindsight was just give the person the kit, the simple system that they bought and then have theirs shipped to me so I could create the account they could have the product right then and there and then just have their product shipped to me. But I didn't know that. And so I figured it out afterward and I had to suck it up and eat the 350 bucks. Sometimes we got to eat the 350 bucks, if that makes sense. But always, always building relationship with people. And I want people to know that I care. And even now, eight and a half years later, still checking in on people. I've had people who still order our products eight and a half years later, and I don't ever want to take that person for granted. So I am letting them know that I'm rooting for them. And every time I reach out, it's not, hey, do you want to buy more products from me? We're having a sale because that's not a relationship. That is one sided. And then the people on the other side of that kind of feel like, wow, the only time that you reach out to me is when you're telling me about your products. And I have a tool that I'm using that my team and I are using that helps us keep track of these reach outs a little bit easier. Um, But, um, you know, we all have different ways that we keep track of that. But I just encourage you to value the relationship of the person over the products. And even with your team, I think it's so good to spoil your team. And there were times when we go out to events and I'll just pick up the check and not tell somebody that I do that. I'm not telling you that so that you love me and think that I'm awesome. But I think it's so important to know We wouldn't be where we are in network marketing if it wasn't for the team. And so focus on that relationship. I'm not saying that you have to pick up the tab for the whole team every time, but you know what? It feels good to be treated. And so I encourage you to maybe consider that. So think of different ways in your business, how you can build relationship and add value so that people feel seen, loved, known, and heard. Let's talk about something I did wrong. The second thing I did wrong was I neglected building new leaders in my business who I personally sponsored because you know what, I actually loved spending time with the people on the team that I already had built and also because it was safer. As I just told you, I love to focus on the relationship. I would fly anywhere for anyone who wanted to have an event, anyone who asked. It doesn't matter what level they were on and yes, that helped me grow my business, I would go because I value people and I want them to know that I care about them. The mistake in that was not focusing on building new leaders and reaching out to new people because i had one team that grew so much and i love that team and i'm so thankful they're still thriving to this day and i'm still in contact with so many people on that team absolutely love and adore them but i neglected sponsoring other people first level and building new teams, not only because it was fun, but as I said, it was safe. It was safer for me to spend time with people who were already in the industry, already building stuff, didn't have to talk to them about new things, train them in on new things. It was a blast to go with them to places. And like I said, I neglected. And so in many ways that hurt my business because I wasn't willing to kind of step out and to focus on building other new leaders on my team. And that's really hard to talk about, but I wanted to be real and raw with you on this episode. Everybody's compensation plan is built up a little bit differently, where sometimes, in order to get paid, if you're binary, you have to have two strong legs at one time. And they're all structured so differently. And I just encourage you to never neglect building relationship and bringing new people into your business. And I'm not saying that you need to bring in 10 business builders every single month, but is there one business builder that you can bring in every single month while still pouring into your other team? I had the mistake of thinking that income producing activity was going to all these events and traveling and doing things for other people on my team. Like I said, it it grew really fast and was just wanting to do everything that I could serve. And income producing activity and network marketing means that you're doing things that's going to move your business forward. So going to trainings to people who were already invested in the business, is not income-producing activity. Income-producing activity is building relationships, finding new people to talk to. It is putting the opportunity in front of other people and getting them started, and also with people on your team to spend your time that you have for them Talking to new people about the products and getting them signed up. Anything other than that is not income producing activity. Are they important? Yes, people matter. Do I regret going to events and investing so much time in other people? No, because people matter to me over the money. But in hindsight, I would have, I wish that I would have really focused on bringing other people in at the same time. It would have um, saved me a lot of heartache in my business in some areas as well. Okay. Now, let's talk about the third thing that I did right, and that was to begin building a personal brand and continuing to explore other passions. As you know, if you have been doing something for a while, things can go stale. I just talked to you about that, and I'm not all about that stale life. (laughs) And I realized in the midst of network marketing... I got so consumed with it that I forgot about media and other passions that I did. And I invested in relationships, in masterminds, in meeting other people outside of network marketing and outside of my personal business. And I learned business from other people who aren't in this industry. And I'm so grateful for those relationships and learning how to better position myself so I can serve people better, especially on social media, rather than always just posting product, pictures of the products or the business or hashtag laptop lifestyle, things like that. I could tell a story and I'm still in transition in this, in my business a little bit, but I notice that people are more engaged and more likely to want to comment or want information if I share a story alongside of talking about something about my products or my business rather than saying, Hey, you can join my business this month and I'm going to pay your $14.95 joiner fee. No, bring people into a story. If you need a book that can help you with this, there's an author called Kendra Hill. It's a book called Stories That Stick. You can go to carrierobina.com to the shop tab. Um, on Amazon, I have a book board and it will be there for you. So, Stories That Stick. If you want to learn how to build your network marketing business through telling stories, then make sure that you grab That book. Okay, now the third thing that I did wrong is when I started building my personal brand and began to branch out and meet other people, I kind of became an island in my network marketing business. I felt that I was the only one doing what I wanted to do or one of the only ones. And, you know, with that kind of came some criticism. I probably could have handled some things a little bit different, but I just misunderstood what personal branding was was. I thought personal branding was just fully stepping out. And although I didn't forget about other people and I didn't forget about my team and I I wanted to meet people where they were at, that sort of thing can come across as thinking that, oh, wow, well, you're just totally stepping out and you're forgetting about us. And so I began not focusing on the relationship so much because I was so invested in the money that I was spending and consuming all the content on how to build a personal brand that some of those things that I told you that I did right in my network marketing business sort of took the back seat. And I'm happy to say that now that I have learned from my mistakes and where I'm at now, I understand personal branding better and I understand building my team better. And so I've gone back in and really felt like I need to go back to the basics of what I really did and what really matters in my business and that is people and serving them well and at the same time building a brand around my personality rather than a brand around my company and teaching other people to do the same, not in a conceited way and a here, look at me, watch me, what I can do, but just in a way that I can tell people, invite people into stories and invite people into the process so that I can serve them better. So hopefully these three things in each area of what I did right and what I did wrong will help you in your network marketing business. I hope that it will help your team. Maybe it's given you some things to think about today and, you know, help you build your business. If you are wanting to build a personal brand in network marketing around your personality, I do want you to know that I have a free guide for you over at carryrobinacom forward slash personal branding guide. It's something that you can download. You will, it's a little template. You have fill in the blank of figuring out what it is that you like to talk about, what are your interests, narrowing those things down, figuring out who your ideal client is. So I hope that it will be helpful to you. I also did a show on Dream Builders podcast about personal branding. It's episode number four five if you want to go back and listen. But otherwise, please let me know if this was helpful for you. If you're listening to the show on your smartphone, why don't you go ahead and take a screenshot? You can tag me at Carrie Robina in your Insta stories and let me know that you're listening and what your takeaway was from today's episode. And in the meantime, my friend, keep on building that dream. Keep on going. Know that mistakes are part of the process. Don't let other people criticize you and cause you to stop doing what you're doing. You can make a difference in network marketing and I am rooting for you all of the way. Until next time, take care. Thanks for listening to the Dream Builders podcast with Carrie Robina. Subscribe or follow Dream Builders wherever you listen to podcasts and be sure to share this episode with the dream builder in your life.